0: Today in London, we had ourselves a pretty impressive announcement. One that I think we have to get our heads around because it's pretty easy to think, oh, I know what that is. That's the hub. That's one of the three hubs that the city approved. Yeah. No, no, it it actually is not. But it does involve youth opportunities unlimited. We've been hearing a little bit about this in our newscasts. It's time to talk with Steve Cordes from Youth Opportunities Unlimited. So let's do that. Steve, how's the day going?
1: Hey, Mike. Going very good, thanks. How are you, sir?
0: I am okay. So help us to distinguish between the hub that was talked about today and the hub that Youth Opportunities Unlimited is a part of that is part of the city's hubs program.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I think we have to start finding some new words, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) So the hub that was announced today, we've been working on uh, actually uh, for the past several years uh, with key partners in the community being London Health Sciences Centre, CMHA. So it even gets confusing because some of the same partners. But fundamentally what this hub is, it's one of 22 sites that the province of Ontario has been rolling out in phases over the past few years and where they're looking at creating spaces in each community where it is a hub-based model. Uh, that supports youth between 12 to 24 years old around everything that you might think of, that your listeners might think of, relates to wellness. For us, it's all around five key columns. so Employment is one, education is another, primary health care, mental health care, and housing. So there's some similarity, for sure, with the intention of what the, um, the homelessness hubs are about. But with this, it's for anybody under 25 who's between 12 to 25, They don't necessarily need to have any chronic issues or whatever, but they want to start connecting uh, in their community. So we've done a soft launch that started in June, and today was the big announcement about the funding and the the going forward.
0: So in terms of timeline, you mentioned that the announcement came in June. Now we've got the funding. When would these be able to open up? Is that an immediate thing, or is there still a timeline on that?
1: Well, no, it is actually an immediate thing. We actually have... kind of shoehorned some hub services uh, into our Cornerstone building downtown uh, where we've got groups of young people, and there's something going on in the hub every single night. So last night, for example, there were two groups on the go around. Our art therapy was one. There was another discussion group. We do connections with recreational facilities like at the YMCA, uh, and all to engage young people in their community, kind of anchor them in a space that feels safe, that intentionally feels like it's something for them. And then out of that, some of them will disclose some more significant issues that they need some help with around any of those columns, that kind of stuff. We have uh, healthcare professionals available to them, social workers available to them, and sometimes art therapists and recreational leaders and that kind of stuff.
0: We're talking with Steve Cortes, who's the Executive Director of Youth Opportunities Unlimited, and that's interesting to hear what you just pointed to, Steve, the idea that you may have someone coming because there are activities going, because this is a place to go, and while they are there, they may open up about something that can be addressed.
1: Exactly. You know what? Today, at today's announcement, we had a young person speak. His name is Angus. And his comments, and he's active in the in the uh, hub activities now, the Wellness Hub. He's on our Youth Advisory Council. He's been involved in youth opportunities for a period of time. And what he talked about was really so illustrative. He said, if you follow a sociological model of care, it's kind of like I have a space for me at work. I have a space for me at home. And I have this third space. This third space is kind of defined by each of us individually. But it's the space where we can be ourselves. Where we can, you know, know that we're safe, know that we're secure, know that we're around people that care about us and so on, and a space that we start building our own community. And he said for so many young people, they don't have that. And for him, and I thought he was so eloquent, and I'm sure I'm botching his words to some extent, but for him, it was that's what this hub is all about. It's that third space, that safe space, that from there you can flourish. You can learn to path on, on wherever you need to go, but you're looking for that anchoring place.
0: And how many times do you see things like that? Do you meet people like that who may not have that that anchoring space, like you call it, just a place to say, this is mine, I can be here, I can be me, and then all of a sudden better things can start to happen? How often do you run into that, Steve?
1: Um, all, I would say the staff would see that more than every day. Like uh, Certainly that's a very regular occurrence where – They may may know what they want to ask about, but their sense is these people aren't really here to help me anyway. Um, People haven't been good kind to me before. They haven't been helpful when I ask them for help. So you don't come in with the intention of sitting down with somebody and asking for a bunch of help or resources or guidance or anything, but you might come in because there's an art program or there's a recreational program, and then you can start feeling safe that, hey, I was thinking about or this is happening at school or this is happening at home or this is happening where I live and I'm not feeling like it's right or I need some help with X, Y or Z because you've naturally started feeling like, okay, I can start trusting these folks and I can dig into some bigger issues I don't want to talk about right away.
0: Well, that right there illustrates why it is we need things like this and to know that it's now available and open. In terms of the number of people it can accommodate, can you put a ceiling on that, or do you have to?
1: Um, Right now, we don't have to, because uh, we're looking at this downtown location being one of many, but this is a hub that will serve ultimately London and Middlesex County. So we see several points of, of contact opening up, probably in other existing community resources now, like, for example, at the YMCA, where we have some partnerships with them. So some hub services, in theory, will be at the Y. And we can extend supports to groups that are actually embedded at the Y or at other community groups, and physically in other parts of the city as well. Um, So we didn't have to put a cap on it. It's more a cap around a certain thing. If we have a a Friday night movie night, there might be ten spots open, twenty spots open, that kind of stuff, and a bit of food that goes with it, and the social stuff that goes with that. So right now, no cap, which is a nice spot to be in. We know that um, it's a complex world, eh, Mike, and and. And we just see so many, and I think it's a reality, and this is based on, on CAMH, Center for Addiction and Mental Health Research, as well as international standards, that say that young people need this. There's a, it's a complex and sometimes difficult and sometimes scary world, sometimes just not the big dramatic this happened to me, but the smaller little looking for space. And that's where it's a proven model that works really well for people.
0: Interesting. Well, Steve, thank you for the work that you do. Thanks for illustrating what this hub is all about and the way that it certainly hopes to help people in this community at a pretty young age so that they can experience everything that they want to in this life. None of us are here for all that long, right?
1: That's right. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks so much, Mike.
0: Steve, appreciate the time. Have a great weekend.
1: Thank you, too. Take care.
0: Bye. That's Steve Cordes. Steve is the executive director of YOU, and there's the importance. And it is as simple as that. It isn't the big things. We always want to address the big things. Okay, tell me what the big problem is, and then we'll help you solve it. What if it isn't a big problem? What if it's a bunch of little things? What if you can't even put your finger on it? It's just the way you feel. What if it is something that once you're in a space where you feel comfortable, you're just able to talk about That's what these are hopefully going to allow for people between the ages of 12 and 25.